Hello, and welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show, a podcast to help you unlock tremendous growth for your app. My name is Shamant Rao. I'm the CEO of the boutique growth marketing firm, Rocketship HQ, and host of the podcast, Mobile User Acquisition Show. In each episode, we feature experts in the field of mobile growth and discuss strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile growth marketing. By the end of each episode, you will have gained actionable and tactical insights that will help you make more informed decisions in your own work around growth. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is produced by Meryl Vincent, Content Marketing Manager at Rocketship HQ. Today's episode is a part of a very special segment of the Mobile UA Show, the Mobile Spotlight Series. In these special episodes of the Mobile Spotlight series, we shine a spotlight on some of the smartest experts in mobile marketing. Our featured guests do a deep dive into a specific area of mobile marketing and share hard-won insights from the front lines of their work that can help you unlock growth, revenue, and grow as profitably and sustainably for your own products. Without further ado, let me hand over our mic to our featured guest of the day and welcome them to the Mobile Spotlight. Hello, my name is Yvahan Tarasenko. I'm a mobile growth strategist with more than 10 years of experience in the niche. I work for companies like Pure Dating, Mind Valley, Tilting Point, and currently I'm working for Fabulous. At Fabulous, we have a portfolio of apps in health and fitness niche that are designed to make your life better in every aspect. And throughout my career, I established multiple teams and environments to seamlessly execute the growth initiatives, resulting in substantial increase in revenue for these companies. And today we're going to look at how we can actually measure the impact of ASO specifically. But before diving into details, let's clarify what ASO is. There are multiple definitions, but in essence, it is a process aimed at increasing organic installs and conversion rate. Also, a high rank boosts your app's visibility for potential customers, but how can you precisely evaluate its true impact? To assess it, companies frequently rely on internal data and structured reporting, This includes monitoring metrics such as impressions, downloads, conversion rates, and retention. However, developing an effective reporting structure to precisely collect and visualize data isn't always straightforward, since store consoles, especially Google Play, do not exactly report clean organic traffic. It is mixed with paid UA and search in particular. Today, I will describe some of the key considerations and recommend approaches to building ASO dashboards. Dashboards serve as a central hub of ASO analytics, offering an overview of your app's performance in the stores. Nonetheless, selecting the appropriate dashboards can be pretty challenging because native store consoles like Google Play or App Store Connect offer a plethora of analytics and insights, but they are not ideal in many regards. Meanwhile, third-party solutions integrate data from various platforms and APIs, providing more holistic viewpoint. 
It's also very important to mention and keep in mind that a dashboard customized to fit your needs will save you a significant amount of time and headache, especially if you're managing a portfolio of multiple apps and possibly these apps are on different accounts. If you're working purely with Stores API, you can create multiple graphs for metrics such as impressions, page views, downloads, conversion rate in one view, or break down these metrics by multiple dimensions such as app, country, source, etc. It is also much more convenient to track reviews and crash rates or vitals for Google Play from one spot. And if we add some third-party API to the mix, you can also track uh, category rankings, keyword rankings, as well as their stats, among other things. If building internal dashboards seems too time-consuming and standard consoles do not satisfy your needs, numerous services offer varying pricing and customization levels. Some notable options include easy app reports, app figures, and uh, so tools like AppTweak or Mobile Action. Many of those tools provide APIs that allow tracking additional metrics, as well as pre-built dashboards with essential information that you can customize or use as is. Super important or essential metrics to monitor the performance are downloads, conversion rates across both stores, along with impressions for iOS and page views for Google Play. And if you're feeling extra adventurous, you could also integrate information from product page optimization or in-app events through API connections. Another important question is how do you and a SOAP professional distinguish between paid and organic traffic sources? In the last couple of years, it became increasingly difficult to distinguish paid campaigns from organic traffic. Uh, this is where the expertise in data analytics comes into play, helping filter the noise and focus on real metrics that actually matter. As I mentioned previously, store dashboards do not necessarily report pure organic data and you might find yourself arguing with other marketing departments about which numbers are you displaying and are those numbers even real. It's often the case when GA reports one set of data and ASOC paints a different picture and as a consequence, total numbers do not add up. One of the solutions is to take organics from MMP and work with that. The downside is that you cannot split between search and browse and this approach is often called organic traffic is traffic that we are not paying for. If you have a data analyst available, they can help and clean the console traffic using custom formulas or delivering customized data from the API to your dashboard. Another very important note, it is vital to collaborate closely with your user acquisition department and determine the reporting routines on installations, conversion rates, revenue, etc. So based on this information, you can either develop a complementary reporting framework added to what they're reporting on already, or start from scratch, creating a system that aligns with your professional needs and vision. So now let's jump to my favorite part of this conversation, which is building your own dashboards. 
If you want to go with building your own internal dashboard, but don't know where to start, you'll need to talk to a data person and explain the requirements. And usually the easiest way to build a dashboard is to connect your store APIs to a data connector and from there to visualize the data on the dashboard like Looker Studio or Tableau. These schematics should look something like what you see on the screen right now. And if you're listening, here's a detailed step-by-step -step breakdown of the process. First part is the connection. First, you need to establish the connection between API of your choice. This is App Store, Google Play, MMPs, whatever you like. Then a connection between your data warehouse and the dashboard tool. This step uh, usually involves specifying the database type, providing credentials, and setting any necessary permissions. Next step would be the data modeling, because uh, even though the data is stored uh, in a structured manner in a data warehouse, it might require further modeling to suit the visualization needs. This also involves creating measures, dimensions, and sometimes data aggregation. And the final step would be creating visualization of your dashboard. And by using the dashboard tools, you can design and create the layout you would like to see. It could be the charts, tables, graphs, or more complex visuals, depending on your needs. In conclusion, measuring the real impact of ISO is indeed a very complex process. It requires a blend of right tools, expertise, and deep understanding of upmarket dynamics. Whether you choose to build an in-house solution or opt-in for third-party tools, the goal is basically the same, to accurately showcase the effectiveness of your ASO strategies and to continually adapt to ever-changing App Store landscape. That's it from me. Thanks for your time. And if you have any further questions and want to talk to me about this topic or anything marketing related in general, feel free to drop me a line or ping me on LinkedIn and I'll see you around. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce, and I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share.